This is True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. And today on the show, we'll be discussing the big win in the second JLT against the Gold Coast last Sunday, the lead up to round one against the Bulldogs, as well as everything else Sydney Swans. As you can tell, no Tommy Flanagan and no Madison Clark, unfortunately, but uh, not to worry, True Bloods faithful. Deeble and myself are here to go mano imano Debs. Before I ask how you are. Yes, mate. Did you have a heart attack when you saw Henny go down at that first centre clearance? I did, mate. I thought it didn't look good. And when the uh when it's not the ankle rolling out, it's the ankle rolling in, you know, you you there's always a, a bit of uh I don't know, worrying that you're worrying about that injury there. And um Lucky, he was all good. Played out um, the rest of the quarter, came back on, played the second, and then uh, we chucked him on ice um, for the second half. But um, I think the news has come through that it's uh, nothing serious, and uh, Isaac will be up and flying for round one. I honestly, I launched off the couch. I was in, I was in a state. I was in a state. But then as well, to see him come back on later in the game and um, get on the end of that beautifully weighted kick from Dawson, who we'll get to in a moment, uh, and to put that one through the uh, through the big six, the big six for a sausage roll. It was uh, it was very, very promising to see. Absolutely. Haynes is one of our absolute guns. Um, as we said last week, he's got that uh, – he can just go to that absolute star A-lister level this year, um, can be an absolute star of the competition, and um, I've got – all the confidence uh, coming off uh, True Buds Player of the Year award um, that he uh, has the ability to do it again, Benny. Well, exactly right, Dave. And I mean, why shouldn't we have such confidence? Because, as you mentioned, he is the True Bloods Player of the Year from uh, from last year. But the entire competition is talking about Isaac Haney. They are, mate. Um, and I think just the the thing that puts him apart from everyone everyone else in his similar mould is that he can go back. He can go forward. He can take the big grab. Mark of the year last year. He can go forward, take those strong leading grabs, kick goals, and find the ball himself um, in the middle of the ground and, you know, get us going forward as well. Um, what can't he do, Benny? As we've said, you know, a real headache for opposition coaches at the moment. Um, also, a few other nerve-wracking uh, moments, I suppose, would have been a few laid outs. No Lloyd due to illness, so hopefully that's... Uh, I suppose, honest, but uh, no reasoning behind uh, the big chief. Yeah, the big chief, that obviously a big one for our structure. Massive um, for our structure. I did Massive. see the old chief um, on the Instagram playing golf with Bud um, yesterday, I think it was. So I think he must be all right. Um, so that, that it's good news for the faithful. Um, but, yeah, look, Aaliyah did a great job in the ruck, um, which we'll touch on later. Um, and also, yeah, Lloyd out with a um, with an illness. Hopefully, nothing too serious, um, and he'll be back up and flying for round one. Um, obviously, one of our vital cogs um, driving that runoff half back, Benny. Oh, one of our most elite users, without a doubt. All Australian last year, just an absolute superstar. Well, we spoke about how uh, unfortunately a lot of, last year a lot of his disposals were right on the full back line, but he is the one that we go to to start setting up our, our attacking structure. Uh, he's our, our best user out of out of halfback, without a shadow of a doubt. Nah, definitely no doubt about that, Benny. Um, he's got that he's got that ability to sort of work through the zone of the opposition um, just with that preciseness by foot. Um, and once again, just one of our vital cogs um, to get going off that halfback line. Um, and he's just elite, eliteness and class. No uh, 
No opposition here, mate. I just absolutely love him. Um, with sinkers missing, the big chief out, we saw Alira Lear step into the ruck. And given his last performance in the ruck, which was against the Doggies last year, um, and he was just well out of touch, I, I thought he was pretty solid. He was, mate. Very impressive. Um, look, we, we got to cut him a bit of slack um, with that game against the Doggies. He hadn't played all year, um, sort of first game for the year, had that rustiness about him. Um, and as we all saw, he was absolutely nowhere. But um, came in towards the end of the back back of last year and, uh, look, they were touting him as could be the next sort of Alex Rance-esque defender this year, best defender in the comp type thing. Um, but obviously in a different role. In the ruck, um, held his own against Witty. You, you got to put Witty in the top five ruckman in the comp. Um, yeah, he did get done in hit outs, but his ability to follow up the ball. No, he, um, was, he was all over Witty in, in, in that sense. Yeah, lost the hit outs, but to be honest, it was the way that he followed up that actually probably gave us uh, the best chance. Yeah, and just that ability to half that contest. Um, like a dominant ruckman around the ground, that can win you a game, as we see with your your Max Gorns and your Brodie Grundys. They're vital to those teams, um, and they they voted well in the in the Brownlow last year, and that just shows what a dominant ruckman can do. Um, obviously, Alia not dominant as such, but filled the void having no sinkers. Just shows how important uh, sinkers is to um, us, and how important he's going to be this year. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to sort of to watch Singers this year, as we touched on last week, with the fact that he's going to be shouldering that ruck load again um, before we get to perhaps release him forward a little more and uh, and bring Naismith in. Um, on Blakey, I was just absolutely blown away. And I think the the thing is we've always known about this kid's potential and how, how, how solid he is, but he just is pure silk in the forward line. And he just demonstrated that on, on Sunday. He is, mate. He's um he's one of those players you just know he's a good bloody footballer. Just that natural talent. I think he's got a lot of natural flair. He's got a lot of he's got a great nose for the goals. Oh, doesn't he just absolutely. Um and that left foot just looks so bloody dangerous. I can't just like you love that left footer just wheeling on to the left. Um and he's a great set shot as well. Um look I nearly want him in the team round one, to be honest. Yeah, um, I've, I've got no I've got no qualms with that. Yeah, look at we know, we know Mads is sort of he's he's worried about the sort of Jack honest, Watts type is, debut. This, this is where we need this is where we need Mads here because it's his man, it's it, his man, it, and he should he should be here to talk him up. He, he should, should be, be here to talk him up. That's it, and and he's the one sort of doesn't want him in the team round one. But this is the thing. Look, he's played two JLT games. And there has not been one part of him that looks out of place. He looks at, right at home at AFL level. And I think if he goes back and plays um, in the Neafel, um look, I think he would just tear up the competition down there. There's going to be no one to sort of – no one's going to be able to hold Nick Blakey out of the game, I don't think. Um, so I, I want him in round one, Benny. Yeah, I, look, I'm not opposed to it either, Debs. I, I think if – he has got the form line running in, which he does. I don't think there is any reason as to why we should be including him over, say, a McCartan or or something like that. Um, to be honest, I have absolutely no issues with him coming in round one and just seeing what he does at AFL level and no less against, uh, against the, do- the doggies. Never forget. That's it. Well, this is the thing. I think, look, I think the wheels fell off 
with McCartan towards the back end of last year. Look, he, he played his 20-odd games, which is a massive effort for the youngest for a, player in the comp. Yeah, for a, for a first-year player. And look, this I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think he may have may get some of the second-year blues. Look, sheltering the weight that he did, playing that second-key forward role, um, as he did all year to Bud, um, then the wheels came off towards the end of the year. He was sort of nowhere to be seen. Um, and we're, we've got a lot of... Uh, We've got a lot of lot of tall stock this year. Um, we'll mention nearly one of your men, Jordan Dawson. He he was he's looking. Fast, he's fast coming into my paddock. That's yeah, for sure. I, I can't see a, a Tommy McCartan playing in front of uh, Dawson. To be honest, he just he just looks so good. Big. He's got that clunking ability with the ball taking those marks, and he you could kick and can just play that role for us. Great um. Great, great problem to have, it I suppose. Is. But um, and I, I actually hope that that McCartan does get a get to kick a pill, um, just because I actually think the more time that we can put into him, the more he will develop. Um, and I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with his endeavour. He goes after contests and he does exactly what we need him to do. So, um, at the moment, when we're talking every week about lowering the eyes and being a bit smarter going forward. Maybe we don't need McCartan as such to come in and sort of half contests and crash packs and whatnot. Maybe we do need someone who's going to be a little smarter, uh, like a Blakey. Um, but at the same time, um, it's a, it's going to be a really interesting uh, start to the season for us. Because I think Bud's still two to four away. And to be honest, I would much rather wait four to six if it means that we've got a fully fit firing bud as you alluded to last week. That's it. Yeah, having Buddy Tree right, that's gonna be a huge thing for us. Um and I think we're gonna be able to fill you're never gonna be able to fill his void completely, but you know, nobody there, someone's got to step up and kick our goals. Um and look the first f- fifteen minutes of the game last week, the way we played was just so good to see, we Benny. We were smooth, weren't we, we were mate? Smooth. We'll we were just, smooth. We'll just disciplined, working it out of the back line, lowering the eyes, hitting the targets by foot. We were absolute silk. It was so good to see. And there's obviously there there was a clear direction there, and we've obviously carried out the game plan. Look, the the Gold Coast did fight back in the second part of that first quarter um, with a couple of smart goals, nice set shots from outside fifty. Um, but I think that just showed a precedence to what we can do. All year. Um, so it was very exciting to see, Benny. Well, I think the issue, the thing the thing that we talked about all last year is that we know that we've got the talent. We know that we've got the the ability and we know we've got the, you know, in our list. The problem is that it just, it, it just went missing for sometimes 20 minutes, sometimes two quarters. Yeah, you're bang on there, Benny. Um, look, that was a massive problem for us last year was how we just went missing. Um, the goalless quarters, I, I think we would have been up there for the amount of times where we did have those goalless quarters and I think majority of the time we were actually able to go on and win the game. It happened against West Coast. We, I think it was two goalless quarters we had there and we still managed to get the job done. But you're not consistently going to be able to go missing for... 10, 20, 30 minutes of footy um, and still get the results. So um, I It's think- certainly not a part of the recipe for a, for a 
premiership. No. Nah. Like, you, you've just got to be more potent than that. However, uh, and I stand by what I said last week, I just don't read into the JLC in any way, shape, or form. However, uh, it is good to see that at least in the preseason, we've got that movement, we've got the flow, we've got the faith and the trust and the abilities, and also, we've got the depth. That's it, and that that's the thing. We, we showed, as we said last week, we just wanted to see how we were going to go about our footy this year, and you can show there's that intent to lower the eyes, move the ball quickly, work your way through the zone, um, all the one-on-one contests, and just work through that that flow and get everything going. And I think once we see Buddy Franklin come back in, um, Mills back up at full flight, all those guys who missed the bit of footy last year, um, I think we're going to be dangerous. Um, I think it's it's interesting to see how it, we've been written off again this year, as we have for pretty much the last 10 years, sort of what team's going to be in decline. Oh, the Swans. I think, yeah, we've been up so long because we – we evolve with the game, but at the same time, we, we play our own brand. If we have to lock down a game for a couple of quarters to get the result, I think that's what we have to do. Um, but at the, at the same time, um, that slingshot footy that we play, that's always dangerous, um, and that's going to make us effective against some good teams. The presence from our mids as well in terms of hitting the scoreboard, everyone in uh, in the True Bloods family knows that uh, there's nothing I love more than a mid who gets on the uh, on the scoreboard, hence yeah. why I love guys like Heaney. But Lukey Parker just leading from the front. What you, was it, 24? 24 touches? 24, three and snags, I think. Three sausage rolls. Three sausage rolls. Um, yeah, Lukey's just massive, mate. He's just an absolute workhorse. Hmm. He um, runs as hard as anyone on our team. Um, and just his ability to go forward, that mould as a goal-kicking midfielder, um, there's not too many um, going around. And I think we're very lucky in that capacity. We've got, as you said, we've got Heaney, we've got Parker, and Joey Kennedy, he hits the scoreboard more than most. Yeah. Um, and because of his size and, more importantly, his width and his strength, like, when he goes forward, it's pretty tight. Like, he's got he's got to take a key defender to stop him taking grabs. He's just, got so, he's just so strong. And I think that's where we can be effective this year. He's chucking our midfielders forward. Um, Rotating. And especially in these first couple of rounds, having no bud, no real focal point there, um, I think, yeah. What have we got to lose by throwing, by throwing guys like Joey into the goal square or at centre-half forward? At centre-half forward, exactly. They've got the running capacity to go up and down the ground. Um, bit, of forward, bit of forward uh, forward pressure as well. That's it. And I'm I just loving our – I think we've really got that team balance, Benny. Um, no, we do. With, we uh, do. We were going to have Ronk. Up forward, um, he, his goal sense and Willie Haywood, my god, I'm just freak. He excites me. He gets you off the couch, yeah, off the couch, up and about. Um, he's just exciting, and he's always he's just got that bit of flair, and I, I bloody love it. He's um he's going to be a player to watch, and I might I nearly claim him as my man. I think. Ooh, I'll tell you what, you could have some stiff competition there, mate. I mean, yeah. I know that there's a lot of boys in my paddock at the moment. That's but, it. Um, <laughs> a lot of players in my paddock. But, no, look, there's no doubting. The the kid has nows. And he, again, we talked last week about blokes who just know where the sticks are. Will Hayward is flat out just natural talent. He is unbelievable. Set shot. He reads the play extremely well. Uh, pretty good overhead for a kid who's, you know, six. Three, I think, six three and skinny. Yeah. Um, but great, great leading patterns. Great 
really simple kicking motion, great technique, and an absolute star at the moment. It's pretty scary to think where he's going to get to. That's it, mate. Uh, what he is, uh, probably his third or fourth season now. Um, he's going to, I think, show us what he's really made of this year, and I'm um, bloody excited, Benny. Mate, I can't bloody wait. Will Hayward. So one of your men, is that what we're yep. claiming? I'm claiming, look, I've got. I've only got Reg. Reg is my man. Reg and, so far. And, but, you know, Reg isn't one for the highlights package. He's a, he's a solid defender. Um, we, don't, we don't need – it's not all about – it's not all about highlight packages. No, but – You like, need yeah, workhorses. You do. You, you, need, you need your blue-collar work worker. He just gets the job done week in, week out, and that's Reg. And he'll probably do it for another two years as well. Yeah, um, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, still getting the job done, Reg. But, um, yeah, Will Haywood, he's in. My man. Righty, eh? Well, there you go. Tommy, Mads, you're going to gonna have to cop that one for a second. Righty, eh? Um, mate, we might uh, take a little breather there, I reckon, and we'll uh, come back for, uh, for the second seg. Bit of, uh, bit of social interaction. Like it, Benny. Well, we didn't hit the socials last week, so uh, looking forward to uh, a bit of import uh, from the faithful. From the True Bloods faithful. Back shortly. You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans band podcast. Back to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Debs, some big news came out of last week. Yeah, while we were on air, actually, that's when it uh, came out. In fact, we're all kicking ourselves that we didn't uh, didn't know going in. No. But uh, Adam Goods inducted into the Sydney Swans Hall of Fame, unsurprisingly to uh, to any. Serious Swan supporter, absolutely, mate. What a bloody legend of the club. Um, Absolutely fantastic to see Goodsy uh, back amongst the red and white, um, amongst all the boys there. Um, fantastic effort. Um, well, it's just deserved, Deeps. It, like, is, it, it really is. Like, I mean, we're talking about a bloke who literally just bled for the club. Uh, and, I mean, it's one thing for us to sit here and we've we've talked about it a lot about how we think it's a, a, a disgrace how he left the game. But I don't really want to focus on that. I want to hear your favourite memory of Adam Goods, your everlasting memory. All right, let me set the scene here, Benjamin. 2012 grand final. Great time to be alive. That's it. Playing the Hawks, going in as the underdogs. We did. We are great game. Up by four goals into the second. We think we're home. Yeah, we really came out firing. Firing, just playing really good footy. Hawks, best team in the comp. Fight back as they do. Um, even hit the front in the third quarter. Um, we managed to work our way back, and this is where my moment comes. Long ball comes in from the forward flank. Adam Goods is there on one leg. Yeah, because he did his PCL in the second. Did his PCL in the second quarter. He. This was at the time of the sub as well. So he didn't want to be subbed out. He's put himself out there, hanging on one leg. Ball comes to the front of the pack. Goodsy reads it like only Adam Goods can. Swings around on the right, right snap. He's put us up by seven points, and we know the rest from there, Benny. Oh, don't we? Don't we? Bloody, that, and it, it just sends shivers up the spine thinking of that. Even in the second when he comes down limping off that marking contest, 
Like, that's hardy-mouth stuff. You're going, Jesus, this is going to be a tall ask to get over the best... What was the best team of the year uh, for the, of the regular season uh, without basically our most combative player uh, and our X-Factor, the guy who is he's the freak athlete. You he, know, he's tall, he's powerful, he, he's quick... Mate, he can he can run, he can kick, he can mark. He's he's the he was honestly. We talked earlier about Heaney being you know a bit of a headache for coaches. Man, imagine what they had to deal with with Adam Goods. That's him, mate. You can play him on the ball. Well, look, I'm don't hold me to this, Benny, but I'm pretty sure he made an all Australian team in the ruck. Mm. He played in the ruck, went forward. He could go everywhere, mate. And when he played on the ball, there was no one who was big enough or strong enough to go with him. Mm. And his explosive pace, mate, under underrated part of his game. He was lightning, mate. Absolutely lightning and just an absolute athlete. Two Brownlows, underrated. Um, and yeah, as we as we touched on, it's it's a pity that um, he's not renowned for everything that he did playing football. Well, unfortunately, he just didn't go out on, out of the game under under ideal circumstances, and it it unfortunately probably bruises his legacy to people that don't follow the follow the club. But I mean, you talk about that explosive pace. I'll never forget 2011 against the Dons when he's in the middle. He kind of like little does a little soccer to himself in Adam Good style. Takes about you know 12 strides and all of a sudden he's gone from the center and he's in he's about 25 out from goal and he just puts it into the third tier that he had. You've got a guy who could go forward. He dominated the Dockers one year and booted eight goals like it was just obscene. But um, my I, I suppose my favorite memory and my most endearing memory of Adam Goods is. Also, of the 2012 grand final, whilst that goal is absolutely breathtaking, and I still remember launching out of my chair, out of my seat when he uh, when he kicked that. I was, Bloody, um, that was, I was just a great in, day, wasn't mate, it? I was up in the gods. I was literally uh, level four at the MC uh, in the MCC. I was probably, um, I reckon, five or six rows from the very back. Like I, you could hardly tell who the players were. Yeah. But mate, when he kicked that goal, I just I couldn't believe it. Um, but my enduring memory, and it's the one that's probably most documented in terms of the media and stuff like that, is when the final siren goes and there's just footage of Goodsy and he's just fallen to his knees. He's got the double fister going. The double cobras are Man, out. The double cobras. I absolutely love that footage. And I just think it speaks uh, of him as a champion. I mean, we're talking about a guy. You mentioned two Brownlows, two premierships. Always a senior figure at the club. Even when we got Bud, you know, everyone was sort of up in arms going, you know, hey, well, how good is this going to be? We've got Buddy. And because he was the guy who came out and said, you know, he's going to have to fit into our mob. That's he's it. Got, he's got to buy in. You know, he was, you know, I guess the uh, the patron saint, really. Uh, he Honestly, for, for all the things that he's maligned for in the media, I, I think it's a, a crying shame because we've got an absolute champion uh, of the sport who deserves to be decorated. And as far as I'm concerned, not a great surprise that he's been uh, inducted into our Hall of Fame. None none at all, Benny. Look, he's played over 350 games for the Bloods. He must be five, six-time All-Australian. A couple of Brownlows just to chuck in there. Um, just for good measure. Just for good measure. Um, just an absolute champion of the game. Um, and there's no doubt um, in due course he'll go down in the AFL Hall, Hall of Fame, as you said before. Um, all in good time. All in good time. And, um, yeah, just bloody sensational. And it's just great to see Goodsy back around the club again.
Hundred percent, Debs. Over to our social question, mates. All yes, right. mate. we love a bit of social interaction. We do love it. We love him the social. You know, hit us up on all all the socials. You know, your Facebook, your Instagram. Give us a follow if you haven't. Um, we, love, we love a bit of input as well, just because. Uh, you know, as we come up to round one, it's good to just get the, the True Blood faithful, you know, get them, just feed them a little bit That's here and it, there. Mate. Just get them involved, get mate. them involved. We hear you, True Blood's faithful. We do, and we love having a look through. Um, look, the question this week, you decide. Clark, Thurlow, Blakey, Rowbottom, McInerney, Pink, Wicks, all debuted for the Bloods uh, during the JLT series. Which one impressed you most and why? Benny, uh, have you uh, picked out a couple of socials? Yeah, yeah. No, I've got, I've got a couple. We've got uh, Liam Spence, uh, who's selected Ryan Clark. Same body shape as Hannah, same shoulder strapping, same toe poke when under pressure. Strange. Could be a gun. <laughs> I actually don't mind that from you, Liam, because I've actually thought the same thing about the shoulder strapping. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's just a ripper. He's gone into the details of the yeah, tongue. 100%. That's runs, fantastic. Runs around like he's carrying the weight of the world. Absolutely yeah, fantastic. Bit strange. You, any, anything you've picked out, mate? Yeah, mate. I'm going to go with Scott Marmo. Uh Blakey for mine, played more key position and used the ball really well into the forward line, hitting players on the chest and looked um, for the best option instead of just bombing to the square. Um, really, really rate that. Uh, obviously, that's what we want um, and we were crying out for it last year. Just a bit of composure. smart use of the Compo- footy going forward. Composure with the footy, hit that target. Um, totally agree with uh, Scotty there. Yeah, more of that. Thanks, Scotty. Uh, Pat Clark, McInerney for sure. Great ball user off half back. To me, looks game ready. No messing around. Get him in. Yes. Bit of passion from your paddo. Yes. Love it, mate. We absolutely love a bit of passion. Get that passion to us, uh, True Bloods Faithful. Uh, Nick Potter, Clark and Blakey. But uh, he agrees with a, a fellow uh, faithful member, Jack Dobson. He's right. Um, Clark needs to improve his disposal efficiency. Blakey, on the other hand, looked very calm, and he has all the skills. Just needs to get uh, stuck into the weights, um, get into the weight room. Yeah, Which, 100%. Um, yeah, to- once again, uh, agree. I actually agree with all that. Look, while Clark um, was very good uh, finding the ball on the weekend, um, look, he's he's got that uh, renowned name as the Butcher um, coming from the Kangas. Um, so, look, he went by 80% on the weekend. Um, hopefully that continues, but I think there is a bit of work to do, uh, yeah. go by foot. Well, Barry Dosser, Barry Dosser had his uh, had a bit to say about that. said, Blakey head and shoulders above all others, but can't believe Clark cannot handle both hands. Fuck, that's a dig. About, yeah, that's, that's a flat-out whack. That's a dig. <laughs> that's an absolute yeah, look whack. Yeah, matey. Oh, I personally didn't see it. Oh, actually, no, I, I know the instance he's talking about. Blakey, uh, sorry, um, Clark got done with a hole in the ball trying to do the old uh, throw across handball on the right when he should have just used the left. Um, oh, yeah, not, not a good look. I know I must, exactly I must, what he's referring have, to there. I must have missed that one, but um, I'll tell you, it's, it's a, bit, a bit steep when you're at that level. But, you know, look, I think... What what a lot of the True Bloods faithful were saying is probably right. I mean, at the end of the day, we're looking at a guy who's just come off the park. Realistically, you probably can't ask for much more, can you? 29 and 80%. Like, you know, go forward and kick a goal. Mate, you're in my book That's every it. day of the week. That's it, mate. Yeah, look, we've mentioned it a couple of times. Um, look, Blakey just looks like that guy who's just, to me personally, for mine, Ben, um, for yours, Debs. Yes. Um, Mads? Did, Mads? No, Mads. Oh, no, Mads here. Sorry, Sorry mate. Sorry, mate. Um, for mine, Benny, he's just, uh, he 
just that natural footballer that looks to have that just the knack of finding the ball and just really smooth and silky. He's a bit of bit of class as bit we silky, bit you silky. Yeah, right. And that's it. And okay. okay. And for okay. a big, and I don't think you get that in big men very often. No, I, I agree. Yeah, and he, I just I love his left foot boot, and I think he's going to be a real weapon for us, mate. It, it's pretty exciting to watch him, and then you kind of remember that he's only in his first year. That's I it. think that's what's probably exciting most most fans as well, most 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 of the True Blood faithful. And I think what's bloody grouse as well is we got him at pick ten, I think it was bloody grouse academy picks. How good are they? <laughs> they are, but like someone could have taken him a lot higher, and he I think because he was they forced our hand, yeah, yeah, and forced our hand. But um, yeah, he slipped through to ten, um, and we uh, I think we're we're getting unders there. As yeah, it, for sure. Well, and it also allowed us to probably pull pay off the. More. Uh, there was a bit of bit of dicey uh, draft work actually, trading which we covered. Yeah, right. the trading that uh, that took place. But hey, look, I've, look, credits to the Swannies. They uh, they knew what they were doing. That's and it. Swannies always one step ahead of the game. It's bloody good to see Benny. Bloody good. What's not so bloody good is probably some of these injuries. I thought we'd just dive into the injury list and where we're at at the moment. That's it. Uh, we've got uh, Cameron for an, for just a, with a knee. That's just at a test. Um, Jack and Jones both uh, in the same boat. Uh, more notable names. Yeah, Jones, he played on the weekend, so he should be yeah, right. Yeah, should be all right. Yep. Um, Florent and Franklin. Florent looking at one to two weeks with a foot. Uh, Franklin, obviously, we've documented a fair bit, two to four weeks. But um, mental, uh, groin, two to four weeks. Um, Naismith, knee, still four to eight weeks away. Uh, and Smooch. Old Nicky Smith, hamstring two to four weeks. I tell you, there's some important players in there, Benny. There's some big names. Yeah, look, one I'll, I'll touch on is Darcy Cameron. Um, he's just got the test, and he's one of those he's nearly a hard luck story now. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd agree with that. He, sure. he just can't break into the side, even when we're so we're nearly he, sinkers. He's desperate for a chop out. He's still not. They're still not picking him. So look. I think he's going to get his chances here at some stage. And obviously with Naismith, as I said last week, he's, he's got that four to six, four to eight weeks I think they've got there. That's going to be very, very concerning um, for me. He, obviously, he hasn't got yeah, much of a preseason. Got no preseason. And he, he did a, he's already had 12 months off. And I think as a big man, he's just going to struggle to find his feet. Um, and with Sinkers doing such a great job, I think he may... Um, he may sort of spend some time in the NAFL and he'll have to prove himself before he comes back into the team, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a tricky one for mine with Naismith because I personally, like most self-respecting football watchers, understand the importance of a preseason, especially for a Ruckman because, unfortunately, Ruckman just have terrible skills. Like, they don't really bring much else to... To the team, other than other than their height, in a lot of cases, um, and I'm not saying that of Naismith, but his his spot in the team is as much about structure as as it is ability, and be, us being able to release a guy like Sinclair forward. Um, so I've got to say, I find Naismith a pretty um, frightening prospect. At, or uh, frightening. Let's say it's a bit more. It's more or less alarming that he's going to be sitting on the pine for another four to eight, uh, another potentially four to eight weeks, um, because the longer it takes for him to get going, um, I think the less impact that he he can have. Um, Smooch, I really want to bring back in 
because I'm really not feeling overly confident about Milliken right now. Um, I think it, I think Milliken's going to come good. It's just that I'd much rather have a guy like Smith uh, on the park. But at the same time, with a hamstring, you just can't rush it. You just got to keep pushing through. That's it. I think um, Melikin's going to be one of those guys. He's really going to have to prove himself um, this year. Obviously, injury troubles last year. Um, yeah, he's really going to have to step up and go to a, another level because he played the lockdown um, role on Peter Wright. Obviously, got a few... Two-metre Peter. Two-metre Peter. He's got a few centimetres on um, old Lewis. Yeah, he's got some reach on him. Yeah, and um, look, he first half got absolutely towed up. Um just, yeah, obviously hard to spoil that two-metre um, extension of the arms and that type of thing. Um, but at the same time, that's sort of Malikin's role nearly is to shut down a big forward. He's, to, for mine... Ben, that's what he's he, moving into. Yeah, for mine, he's, he's... For yours, Dave? For mine, he's more that lockdown defender rather than attacking defender. Um, and he's, he's still got a lot to prove to myself. Look, he may come good. Um, but, yeah, question marks on Malikin for me, Benny. Yeah, it's not so much question marks for mine. It's more just this kid needs miles. He just needs miles in the legs because he just looks sluggish. Whenever he runs, he looks like he's on a treadmill. He does. Uh, he looks like he's unfit. But I don't doubt that him at, at his at his peak is in, is in our best 22. Going to respectfully disagree with you there. Respectfully. Absolutely, Benny. Um, it's better than how, uh, how Mads disagrees with me. That's it. Um, not in my best 22. We've got Reg and Rampy play um, basically the role that Malikin would play. Um, so, yeah, not in my 22, Benny. Nah, look, fair enough. Fair enough. To be honest, Dave, so I reckon that's probably going uh, to do us. This has been True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast, and that brings to an end our JLT review. But next week, we'll be getting stuck into our bumper season preview for what lies ahead for the Bloods in 2019. Debs? Yes, we've, Ben. We've gone mano imano one-on-one. Mate, it has been an absolute pleasure. You have smashed it. Uh, hosting tonight. Um, Tommy's uh, got a lot to step up Redundant, to. Redundant, mate. Redundant. He's, he's See you get, later. His seat is up for grabs. Um, you've done a great job, mate, and uh, thoroughly enjoyed uh, talking some uh, Swannies with you, mate. Oh, gosh, Dave, you're going to make me blush. And remember, you can catch us out uh, on all of the social channels, iTunes, Wooshka, Facebook, Instagram, and the recently added shiny new Spotify. Uh, I have been Ben Andrew. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week on True Bloods. And uh, Debs, as, as Tommy likes to say, uh, This has been a Podular Media production.